Good morning, sweet world. How are you feeling and how are you breathing? Oh, it's so nice to be here with you after almost a year. Which a year? I'm like, I think every time I say that, like a year ago, I think of Billy singing. You know, I don't know about you, but I've completely lost my track of time. I feel like I've completely lost it, especially over the last three years. But time is a very interesting concept to navigate through. What are you drinking today? I made myself an iced coffee crisp latte, which my beautiful friend Alexia put me on to. It's very sweet, but it's very good. I I always love, you know, sweet iced coffee, but I could also do a double shot and be fine too. So balance. I love it. You know, after a year of not recording, I've learned a lot. And one lesson I've learned the last year, I would say, is, you know, taking a step back from our projects or our passions, I think is quite crucial because, you know, we oftentimes get so sucked in. And I feel like, at least for me, I feel like I've gotten lost sometimes and I can't see my vision clear enough or I'm only seeing one, I'm only seeing it through one lens when, you know, there's millions of lenses when it comes to our projects. And so I feel like taking a step back was crucial for me in order to reassess how I want to navigate extra ice different projects I'm working on especially right now uh, where I'm at in life and I'm very grateful for that I shared a couple of weeks ago that I quit my esthetician job and it was probably and not probably it is the best decision I've made in a very long time and that being said you know I think I think to myself there's been so many times in my life where I've looked at a situation and told myself that is one of the best decisions I've made for myself. One of my takeaways here is that we need to trust ourselves more because we've said a lot of those things, right? Like a lot of the, this is one of the best decisions. There's been a lot of best decisions, you know, leaving a work environment that was taking a toll on me mentally and physically to the point of a burnout what I've realized and what I've seen outside of myself and, and my situation ever since leaving has changed my life in the matter of a month. And you know, I miss clients so much and I can't wait to get back to that eventually. But I am indulging in this time of me and nurturing deaths. And <laughs> I just could not be more happy and proud that I... I have the privilege to be able to decide to take a step back, although that did come with a lot of risk. St stability is something that as humans, I think we, we crave and we lust for and for a lot of things. But sometimes, you know, breaking that stability is, is uncomfortable. And I, I think sitting in the discomfort is such a great feeling. But then I also think to myself, there's the beauty of the unknown, which makes everything 10 times more exciting. So I'm sitting in my living room right now recording this, and it brought me back to the night I came home from when I quit. I stood in the middle of my apartment in my quietness and in my solitude, and I looked around and I just started crying because I said to myself, this is the start of your life all over again. Yeah, death needed death really bad. <laughs> we always need ourselves so yeah it's a it's an ongoing journey and that's what makes us human for this rebirth episode of extra ice i have someone very special over with me here today 
Carlos is my tattoo artist, my friend, a beautiful soul that I feel so safe with. I've known Carlos for over a year now. The way I discovered his art, I'll never forget it. So one day, it was it was an evening actually, I remember this day like it was yesterday, and I just, this story, every time I think back to it, I just think so much has changed and evolved in a year. I'm going off tangent now, but you know, I, I even remember what I was wearing when I, anyways, I walked into this tap, this coffee shop and I saw someone working there and I was instantly mesmerized by their tattoo on their forearm. And so we got to, you know, chatting and everything and they told me you should really go check out Carlos's work. And so I did. And, you know, I booked literally that night when I got home. I'm so grateful I walked into that coffee shop because so much has evolved since then right so i'm thankful that that brought me to not only carlos but it brought me to velours which is a studio he works out of and velours was co-founded by david and saska which they're just two incredible human beings who have conceptualized and created this beautiful multidisciplinary world of music of art creativity tattooing and it is the you know the coolest safest space that i've been to here in montreal i think it's just so incredible and the energy when you walk in there is just so unique i think that's part of the reason i just keep going back because i just love their entire team and it's so special to have that yeah i'm, I'm very thankful i walked into that coffee shop hello thank you for the invite i'm excited to be here and looking forward to what this conversation is going to bring <laughs> same here i'm so grateful that you're here with us all i cannot wait to introduce you to the world for those who don't know you already tell us how you're feeling today how are you i am feeling excited that i get to share this moment with you i'm feeling very grateful for everything that i've been able to do and for having another day of life and being able to talk to Desi doll and be in the dollhouse. <laughs> <laughs> yes, welcome to the dollhouse, to our safe space, Extra Ice. It is forever mutual and I'm really happy that we're here. So today I really wanted to dive deep into our journey together, getting to know each other, your journey as an artist and how you balance your work, your creativity. And uh, we have some fun questions from our audience that have to ask you some. So I'm excited. <laughs> All right. So let's get into it. If you'd like to just tell us a little bit about who Carlos is and what makes you you. So before tattooing, I mean, I'll start from the beginning, pretty much. Uh, born in Colombia, I moved to the States when I was six. My parents divorced, so my mom decided to take an adventure. Took uh, me and my sister to the States. We lived in Georgia. We stayed there for about nine years. Uh, and then when I was 15, decided to move to Canada. We arrived in Montreal, and that's where... My Canadian journey began, I started learning French, ate a bunch of poutine, <laughs> made a bunch of Quebecois friends. And three years after that, we had to move back to Colombia. So I was 18 at the time. I got to spend, it was a bit of mixed feelings there because I had lived all my life in North America. And then I'm going back to Colombia with an uncertainty that I would be able to come back to, to Canada or to the States. But it was fun. It was a fun adventure because I got to uh, spend time with my father, my dad, who I hadn't lived with before since I had lived all my life with my mom and my sister in the States. And then 
got a bit of a culture, got a bit of, of the Colombian culture back, which was really nice. I got to spend two and a half years there. After that, an opportunity came to come back to Canada. I came here. I started university right away. Growing up, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I knew I was good at math. I really enjoyed solving puzzles. Uh, and I thought that maybe business could uh, would meet the, the those requirements of math, puzzle solving, and maybe just being able to work anywhere in any company. I kind of saw that as an opportunity. So I took that. I studied studied finance here at Concordia and graduated was super happy i right away right after school got the opportunity to work at pfizer uh, without any interviews needed because i had done an internship with them throughout my university career and to get a call three months before two months before graduating from a director or manager at pfizer and saying hey carlos we have a new project uh, would you be down to join the team and help us with it? it was amazing for somebody that's about <laughs> to graduate and not have to do the whole interview process uh, in this cold corporate world. Uh, so that was really fun. I really enjoyed that. And I stayed at Pfizer for almost three years. Uh, but I realized that the corporate lifestyle was not something that I saw myself for the next 30 or 40 years. And that's when I decided to dropped that aspect of my life i it was a hard decision because you have a stable job uh good salary you have the benefits uh, and that's how they get you pretty much and you also have that little voice in your head saying you should stick to it uh don't give up you've worked for this you've put this much effort into it you've spent money in this uh but at the end of the day, I just wasn't happy doing what I was doing and I had to make a decision to switch it up. Didn't know what I would be doing, but I had been wanting to learn how to tattoo for a couple, couple of years. And it started throughout university because of social media. I started seeing tattoos being shared here and there in art pages and I started wanting mm -hmm to learn how to tattoo, not necessarily to get tattoos, but actually to learn how to tattoo. I've been drawing since I was a kid and I wanted to learn another medium of drawing. So I quit my wow. job in 2019, probably gave a six month heads up that I was leaving. I finished the project that I was working on. And then June, I started a new adventure. June 2019, I bought all the equipment. I bought some synthetic skin. I started practicing on that. And in July, a friend of a friend came to the house to be my first guinea pig and let me tattoo his beautiful skin, <laughs> oh, <laughs> which wow. I was extremely stressful. But it was extremely fun. And that's how it started. Uh, he came again. Then his sister came. Then his sister's friends came. And Instagram was a huge help. Uh, and then a month later, I was at the right time, at the right place. And I met uh, David and Saskia from Velour. 
yes. which is the studio I currently work at. And they have been guiding me and mentoring me for the past two years. And it has been a beautiful experience. Wow, the dream team truly right now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. I think, you know, you saying that you going into working at Pfizer and then knowing that this wasn't going to be your forever. I think when we have that creativity in us or that longing to do something different, it never goes away. So I think it was just inevitable yeah. that you'd end up here, you know? Yeah, and it's and it's crazy because you would ask me five years ago, I honestly wouldn't think that I would be doing what I am doing right now. I didn't have much knowledge of the tattoo industry, pretty much zero knowledge of the tattoo industry. It was really something that I was on the side. I didn't have tattoos and not very, not many people in my surroundings uh, were into tattoos. So it wasn't really something that had been on my radar. But life is <laughs> very interesting how it works. And you have to take advantage of the opportunities that you get and just act upon them. Uh, going with the flow. Like you can plan a lot. And that's what they teach you in business school. To plan, plan, plan. Five, 10, 25 years ahead of time. Life always changes there's gonna be nothing that you plan comes out the way you plan it's it's good to have a base but be flexible and just pretty much go with the flow to a certain extent and see where it could actually take you it's a lot to do with feelings if you start feeling unhappy and not enjoying what you're doing or where you're at or the person you're with it's time to make a change or to start seeing the possible actions that you could actually make to better your life and make it more enjoyable and make it an adventure and have fun with the little time that we actually get to mm. live here in this reality. So beautifully said. Oh, I think I say that after everything you say, but it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's so true because each time we think about it, you know, we all we have is this nowness here. And I think, you know, planning ahead is interesting to an extent, but anything can change at any given second, right? Like so much can change that we don't even know and it brings us forth new challenges, but that's life. And I think it's really beautiful to navigate through, honestly. It's, it's yeah. part of the journey. It's part of the yes. journey to, I mean, there's so many ways that you can live life. You can plan all the time. You can be strict with your money. You can uh, stay at the office every day for 10, 12, 16 hours a day. And that could be your life or you could just live in the streets or you could travel all around the world. There's mm. so many different ways and there isn't something that says that this is the correct way of living. Uh, we grow up in a society that gives us guidelines and tells us to be successful. You need certain things in life and you need to accomplish certain things before a certain age. But I, I just don't. I don't see it that way anymore. And I feel we have, depending on where you grow up or where you live, we have certain mm. opportunities and resources to be, to let us and give us a certain freedom to live the way that we actually want to live. For sure. And it's important to recognize that, that, you know, we've all grown up differently and that's how we are today, right? Like a lot of our, ways and how we navigate is from our youth so very 
well said <laughs> but or you know how else we could live eating white chocolate and burning candles right oh yes right Very good. i like that i enjoy that <laughs> my house is like it, it smells like chocolate and candles right now i've been like eating the hershey's that we had (laughs) so good so to go back into your journey when you said you know you were tattooing your friends in the beginning what was the first tattoo you tattooed on an actual client at valors i started doing line work i i'm someone that likes to take baby steps so i wanted to get accustomed with the with the skin the needle uh how everything worked uh, so from the start, I just I told everybody that would come or I marketed it out as I would only do line work projects. The first tattoo I clearly remember, it was a dagger with an evil eye in the middle. And the first tattoo at Velour, I don't really remember. I think it was something to do with mountains, maybe a sun or <laughs> maybe there was a rose, a butterfly. I'm not quite sure. But those are the most popular ones that I had at the beginning. They, I did a lot of butterflies. They started calling me Mr. Mariposa at Velour <laughs> since it was like a butterfly sanctuary uh, at a certain point. Oh, uh, wow. <laughs> but yeah. I'm like, I haven't gotten one yet, but I, I probably won't. So <laughs> <laughs> it is very popular. Yes. High demand. I remember the the first tattoo we got together was script, which script, I know, yeah. yeah, on my the back of my ankles. But yes. I know when I discovered you, I, I saw it. I saw someone's tattoo, and I loved it on them. And I said your line work was just phenomenal. And you know my tattoos are very line work based, so I just thought it would be so fitting. But were you used to doing more scripts? Because you know, for anyone listening, Carlos and I work together on different pieces and I usually bring in my own handwriting and Carlos tattoos it. Um, But we've done some really cool, like actual art pieces that Carlos has designed, but was it different for you to take my work and kind of trace it and still tattoo it? Or were you used to just doing more your work on people? It it had always been a mixture from the, from the, from the start, it had been a mixture of uh, ideas that clients bring uh, versus things, uh, projects that I would design on my own. Pretty even, evened out. So I, I oh. was used to having uh, a client come in and, hey, could you make this into, could you bring this to life? So I, I, it wasn't something new. So I enjoy the challenge of doing something that's fine line because there's a, a big high margin of error since a little tiny shake or movement mm. can completely disfigure the the actual design yeah. like when we were doing my neck i was so scared because that one hurt <laughs> no <laughs> breathing like, oh, no breathing or even like the other ones but you know sometimes i look at them and because my writing is like sloppy cursive and then i'm like did i even write the actual word i'm like i'm just giving carlos anything at this point like <laughs> abstract so, makes it abstract <laughs> yes i literally love that about our sessions that you know everything is just so free-flowing and no judgment and i feel like it's a very safe space and i kind of wanted to touch on that so one of the reasons why i come to you for my art yes it is for the actual art itself but i really feel this safety and safe space uh, with you but also in your studio right because cultivating that is very 
important, especially when you're dealing with people's energies and their bodies. And I remember we've had so many conversations and, you know, vulnerable ones about how, you know, I am shy to, let's say, show certain parts of my body or my, you know, general sense of what body image is with people. And I've always felt a safe space with you. So could you kind of tell us a little bit about how you've felt the need to cultivate that for your clients and for yourself? Because both are important. In in my case, I truly want everybody that comes in to, I want to treat everybody as I would want to be treated going anywhere and especially if someone is going to manipulate my body because mm. i it, it means a it means a lot to me the trust that everybody gives me uh when coming into the studio and letting me tattoo them uh it, it's something very intimate for everybody it, it's your skin your body uh certain parts are more intimate than others and you're mm. trusting someone that maybe you just met or have only met for a couple of hours or a few times during your life and you're letting you're letting them tattoo you like cut you open inject ink on you <laughs> and create art uh, so it means a lot to me so i want the person to be as comfortable as possible and as relaxed to, to have a good vibe to have a good time i enjoy the aspect of of the artwork that I get to do. But for me, the, the, what gives me more satisfaction or pleasure from this job is the actual experience that I get to have with everybody that comes in. Uh, it, every day is different. Every day I get to meet somebody new uh, or a returning client, which is beautiful. Mm. But I want, the, I want the person to actually... Even if they don't remember the artist, let's say you get a tattoo today uh, and it's 30 years along the line, you might not remember the artist or their name uh, or their face, but I want you to at least when you look at the tattoo, say, oh, give it a little memory either of what you were feeling throughout your life at that moment or what that tattoo actually means to you or oh, I had a good time at that studio, wherever it was. I kind of have a little have a little flashback of the experience that you had with the person. Hopefully it's good. Like hopefully you actually enjoyed that one hour, two hours or five hour session that you had with the artist that you, you got that tattoo with. Uh, so it's not, for me, it's not just about the artwork. Uh, it's extremely fun to, to be able to create something and then, give it life on someone's body but it, the, the whole experience of sharing a moment with somebody one-on-one -on -one for a mm. few hours giving a snapshot the client giving a snapshot to me me giving a snapshot of my life to the client that's what's more important for me and I think that's what I get more satisfaction uh, of the whole experience because you get to make so many connections and I feel like one of the ways that we can connect more with someone is when you're when you're more relaxed, you're, you'll, you'll feel, oh, okay, I feel comfortable. I can share with this person and I can connect a lot easier than if someone is hostile and giving you attitude or not really treating you with the respect that you should be receiving. Seeing that you're coming to that person for something that is so intimate to you. I really do think that translates into your 
you know, your aura and who you are. I mean, just with the way you post and share your experiences and how we've had our conversations before, I think you do that very well. So thank you. I speak on behalf of me, but I know a lot of people that I know that have come to you have said the same thing. So I hope you know that. <laughs> that means a lot. That really means a lot. So I was counting before you got here. How many tattoo sessions have we had together? Now, I don't remember. Oof, good question. <laughs> good question. <laughs> I know I've I counted. I've, we've had 16 tattoos together. In wow, the span. that's I know. insane. <laughs> 16 and counting. And wow. Counting. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Of course. It's my pleasure. Thank you. Listen. Wow. I love this. Wow, I had a million. Oof, that's a lot. That's that's a good amount of tattoos. <laughs> is, Sixteen is pretty chunky. Like you've done half half my body at this point. I think. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. The beautiful thing about it is that we've been able to get experimental in terms of positioning and where to place the tattoos, and you know the different style of it. And are you? Do you find it easier to navigate that with clients? Like right away? Is it very like? easy for you to just kind of help them or do you prefer if they come more prepared like is it more of a team effort could you just kind of maybe guide us a little bit about how you do that with newer clients or existing i feel it's more of a collaboration so yes i do enjoy uh knowing beforehand where they're thinking of getting the tattoo so i always when somebody contacts me for the first time for a request i Kind of give them a set of questions uh, in terms of what design they have in mind. Maybe provide me with a reference picture, what approximate size they're thinking of, the placement that they would like, the tattoo. That way I can have an idea of the vibe and project that they want. But that doesn't necessarily mean that it's set in stone. When the person comes, a lot of times it's, oh, you know what? I'm not really sure. I said I had wanted it in my arm, but maybe now I want it maybe in my ankle or the my ribs. And that's completely, that doesn't bother me at all. Like I want the person to feel comfortable with with what they're going to get. So it's, it's a bit of a collaboration. And the good thing is like when they're there in person, we can always put the stencil in different places. Like it's, it's not a hard thing. We, the person will actually see where mm -hmm. or what it actually looks like when it's on them, let's say on the neck or on the ankle versus just having an idea on their mind or maybe drawing it with a pen uh, on themselves. So much more collaborative than, than beforehand kind of thing. True. And I feel like most people change their mind, like kind of on the day of like impulsive, you know, do you have any, wait, you have how many tattoos yourself? One or two I or have more three. Three really tattoos. yeah barely yes <laughs> are you planning to get any more if, if I, I may ask i am i am um i still have to find exactly what i want and who will be doing it but honestly mm. i i have no rush when the time comes it will come and when the idea comes, when the project is set in my mind, then I'll, I'll act upon it. But no rush on it right now. In terms of tattoos and the, and the industry, I really enjoy what I can do in terms of drawing and then putting the art into 
uh, into someone's body and given it life. And then the, that art piece will be a collection uh, within other art pieces that that mm. person is uh, grabbing onto and becoming an art gallery, making their body an art gallery. I love that. Uh, in terms of me right now, I haven't, uh, I haven't focused that much on it and uh, don't, don't, I haven't spent much energy and, and time on it, but it's not something that I, that's not my priority and, and for the current moment. Totally fair and valid. I get yeah. you. <laughs> Speaking of, you know, you, you being present with your tattoos in the moment, I've, I want to talk a little bit about your evolution with your style. So, you know, from the beginning when I started seeing you with the, you know, fine line work, I feel like you started, I could be very wrong with how I'm describing the style but you're doing a lot of pointillism would that would you consider it that or like yeah shading? exactly uh so right. dot work uh, pointillism right. it's it's it is more of what i'm doing now i do yes i did start with line work and like i mentioned before it was because i wanted to get accustomed and acquainted to the skin needle and ink and how the whole process worked once i started getting more comfortable with that I started exploring a bit. So I did go into color. I explored that a bit. I did not enjoy it. Uh, and so stopped doing that. I started practicing with shading and really enjoyed the outcome uh, that the, the dot work gives. And I really enjoyed the process of tattooing it. Uh, so I continued on that and I, I think it's it's the little graininess that it gives. Mm. Uh, it kind of gives me a vibe of an old picture uh, that I really enjoy. Uh, maybe nostal nostalgic. I, I'm not sure what it is, but it's both the process of the of tattooing while I'm tattooing ver and the the results that that it gives that I been really enjoying so I've been exploring more on that you know discovering new styles is so beautiful and I feel like now you kind of have this signature style but without it being too you're like you're not closed-minded to ever exploring more things and I think that really translates with your work and actually you know you mentioned not really dabbling into color which is a question actually that someone asked you is Will you ever be open to doing color or is it something that interests you? Because definitely. Uh, so I, I started practicing with color or touching color almost at the beginning, uh, maybe after a year, I would say. But to be honest, I don't have that much background in color. Uh, mm. I don't have that much background in art. <laughs> so I, <laughs> I just started doodling and sketching since I was a kid. Uh, and it, it has mostly been pencil on paper or pen on paper. And I never did art classes. I didn't study art in university. It was more of a hobby. I, I got a certain skill at drawing portraits and as through university and while I was at Pfizer, I would get commissions here and there to do a portrait of someone's daughter cat dog grandma or something like that which was fun really enjoyed it uh but then it, it got kind of the same thing over and over again and i wasn't getting that much satisfaction in it never explored color though 
And I don't know why. Maybe it's just not something that speaks to me that much. While I started, when I started tattooing, I started exploring color, seeing that I, my mentor is David Peyote, and he <laughs> is a master of color. So I was like, yes. let's take advantage of this opportunity. And he had a lot of energy into teaching me his skill sets in color. But it didn't, after trying it, I saw that it, it, it wasn't something for me. Am I never going to do color again? I have no idea, to be honest. Right now, currently, I, it's not something I want to touch on or not something that interests me. But um, maybe in a couple of years, it could be something that may spark up again and might want to learn more on it and start exploring on that. But for now, I've been really enjoying either fine line or the dot work effects uh, that I've been creating or playing around with. Yeah, and I think it's it's also okay to not want to try something that's popularized in a certain industry, right? Like, you know, the tattooing industry has so many different styles and it's okay to also just want to stick to one thing, but being kind of still open-minded right so i'm excited to see how your artwork evolves it's just gonna be very interesting honestly (laughs) (laughs) i'm super excited i'm super happy with how it has been evolving yeah because it's a there's a huge change or i at least i see a big change from day one to to today which has been two years and two months i think i started my first tattoo was july 19 2019 i was the first tattoo I, I i did on someone's skin and from then to now it i i feel so much more comfortable uh tattooing and just exploring the artwork uh the body uh the people that are coming with like everything is i i see it way different uh, you start, it's like in school where you get a lot of el- new elements at first and the basics of everything. And then you can start playing around with what the teachers provide you and make your own thing. Start getting creative uh, and just explore different ave- uh, avenues. And you start seeing beautiful things pop out. And it's interesting how it can speak to other people too, not just the person that's creating it but others who can connect to your artwork and i think that's mm-hmm. that's the that's a, a extremely special feeling to to have various people many people connecting with something that came out of i don't know where to be honest <laughs> i don't know where ideas come from <laughs> you know on the topic of connection and people and energy you and i both have a job where we quite literally touch people right so as an esthetician myself you're a tattoo artist you know there has to be somewhat of a a way to help balance the the energy transfer right because no matter how lovely the person's energy is or how you know quiet the person is or maybe the person's energy is draining we have to kind of find a way to be able to protect ourselves as well right so have you found it difficult to kind of master that way of protecting your energy because i don't know about you but i think physically touching the person you feel that through your fingertips right away so at the beginning i didn't really think much of it uh Mm. i I just wasn't aware 
through time, I started realizing that it is extremely energy consuming uh, because a lot of people think, oh, it's a, it's a tattoo you're getting there and you 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 get, you make a tattoo. Uh, but there's a lot behind it. First, I mean, the volume of messages that you start getting, the amount of people that reach out that you start. It's a lot of messaging back and forth. Then there's the process of creating something for someone, especially if it's a custom project. You create something, but you're not fully sure if that is exactly the vibe or if that is going to speak to the client. So there's a stress factor there. And then the whole process of the tattoo itself, like it's, it's something that's extremely delicate because you want it to be perfect and, or at least you want to do the mm -hmm. best job that you can. And it's on someone's skin. The body's not flat. The body, it's not a piece of paper and you can't just erase a stroke that you accidentally did. So mm -hmm. it has to be, you have to be fully there, like fully concentrated, but you also have to be relaxed to be able to work well, because if you're stressed and you're tense, you're not going to give the best that you can. Uh, and I think that applies to any field or, or anything. But with, I think it was hard for me just to, well, first you start realizing that, oh, wow, this is, this is energy consuming and it is extremely energy consuming. But you start realizing that when there's actually a lot, like you've been, it's back, back, like tattoo over tattoo over tattoo and it's nonstop and you're working nonstop because I wake up, answer messages, start drawing, go to the studio, tattoo all day. Sometimes I would finish late, like 8, 9, 10, 12, uh, go back home, answer messages, go to sleep, and then repeat the next day. Mm. Uh, then that's when you start realizing, oh, work-life balance, where to find that balance, which was a little bit hard because it's your own project and the way I always see things is the more I get to practice, the better I'm going to get at that, at that particular thing. Uh, so it, it was hard to start taking a step back and doing less uh, of what I want to do. But it was essential and very important for my well-being and my health and my body and my mental health. And the first step was actually realizing how much of a toll and how much energy it drains, uh, mm -hmm. like th this whole, uh, I don't know, process of tattooing. It's beautiful. I really enjoy giving energy to people because I, I feel like a part of, of me is going to everybody that's coming there, especially if we connect. Uh, some people are more quiet than, than others, and that is completely fair. It's part of uh letting them be comfortable with their tattoo session other people enjoy sharing their their experience and their life and what they're going through so we can connect more in that sense but it it is it's a difficult thing i think i mean uh growing up i was very introvert uh, i think through life and i think it's a spectrum so i think through life i started going to the other side of the spectrum I'm not necessarily a huge, uh, like I'm still an introvert, but it's, it's more 
it's easier for me to to communicate with people and to share my experience to a certain extent. There's mm-hmm. there's still certain things that I like to keep to myself, especially when it comes to to, to sharing my art. Uh, it, it's mm. it, that's something that that takes a toll because you it's something that you create and. I, I like to say that I don't care what people think and that I enjoy and I just do the things that I do because I do, uh, because I enjoy them. But when it's to, I don't know, share with the world, hey, this is what I have because it's essentially my job. <laughs> like, yeah. you enjoyed that. It's the feedback that you're going to get back. Like, oof, I don't know, especially if it's something new or, or just you're exploring different ideas. Uh, but at the end, you you start realizing maybe they're not going to like everything and that is completely okay. And you just have to face that and do it more for yourself. Do things that are, that you enjoy, that you enjoy creating, that you enjoy loving and explore with other elements just so it doesn't get mundane and you're drawing the same things all the time. Uh, and if, if people don't like that, it's okay. Because the, I feel like the most important thing is to continue drawing in my industry, let's say, to continue drawing and to continue exploring with different elements and have different little styles to, to become a better artist, to become, uh, or just to, exp- I don't know, to make it more of an adventure, to, to enjoy this little reality that I'm playing or living in. Because if I get too sucked into the feelings of or thoughts of, oh, what are people going to think? Then you, you never go out of your comfort zone, uh, yes. which I feel is extremely important to, to be able to go into the other step or to the other stage of, of whatever project you're in. So well said and vulnerable too, right? Talking about how being so honed into your passion but it's also your work and it's your life it's hard to kind of you can't separate yourself from that I feel a lot of the times or anyone like you know for you this is your art it's your life but it's also your job and it's inevitable to feel that pressure of hey is this person gonna like this but I think once we sit back and we learn that we do it for ourselves first and then everything else will follow it'll all feel better right and not everything is meant for everyone and like you said that's okay think we're all artists in one way or another but just we always have this pressure on us but at the end of the day we're all creating and I think that's the most important part (laughs) me too honestly yeah yeah. to go back quickly about your work-life balance um you've spoken to me and we've been open about taking breaks and if you had advice to give to anyone about you know protecting your energy and taking a break what would you tell them and Ooh. how to kind of take a step back and reassess. Because we've spoken about burnout and oh, yes. needing to, we don't need to get to that point. The unfortunate part is that a lot of people, including me, don't feel like uh, I could better get a burnout until you actually get a burnout. Mm-hmm. And then that's when you start being more cautious about it. Uh, <laughs> but I, I feel like it starts with the little things. So uh, the little rituals, the night ritual. Uh, so... After the end, uh, at the end of the day, just when you get home, uh, I'm fortunate because I live by myself. So when I get home, it's peace and quiet. And that means a lot to me. I really enjoy that alone time that I get after a full day of humans all around me and noises and vibrations and energies, different 
a lot of different things and you get home, I get home and it's calm, peace. That helps me a lot. Uh, light up a candle, meditate, do yoga, do a little bit of exercise, go for a run, uh, do a little workout, eat, uh, just anything that kind of soothes you. Take a bath or a nice cold shower. Just give you some vibrance and, and shake up things a bit. Little things can help uh, to a certain extent because you can still be working nonstop all day, every day. And you you need to stay, take a step back from time to time and have a couple of days off, uh, whatever you feel is necessary to just not think of work, to, to, to turn that switch off and just enjoy the adventure that you're about to take to to go to a different country or to go to a different town or to just take on a different activity and switch off my in my case instagram is a huge part of my day-to-day work uh and oh yeah <laughs> weekends and uh, days that i'm off uh, or vacation I just turn it off. I take it off from my phone. So sometimes it takes a while to, to respond to, to messages, but it, it's, I have found that it is essential for me, for my health, my mental well-being, to just turn that switch off from time to time and just live the moment that I'm living and experience as much as I can what is in front of me. Uh, and the people that are in front of me. Uh, when I'm with somebody, I really enjoy just putting my phone away and being with the person, even if we're not talking. And I don't mind if the person is on their phone because we we're, we're, we have so much input coming in every day and there's little things here and there, work, family, friends, or something came up. Uh, that I don't find that disrespectful at all. But in my case, I really enjoy being with the person or being at the place uh, instead of being on social media. Uh, so yeah, I think for me, one thing that I would recommend is the little rituals that, that could really just release stress and everybody is different. So everybody can find that little one thing that you enjoy doing. It's either maybe playing basketball or doing a little meditation. Uh, and then doing from time to time just a week off or a couple of days off or a weekend, just go out, go in nature, uh, disconnect from this little uh, concrete jungle, this hybrid that we're in to, to go out into something completely out of your comfort zone or just completely different environment. So you can see something different and get a new input in your, in your mind. So just to take my things out of your mind and put in new information in there. I'm going to go into a few little quick rapid fire questions from people that asked some stuff on Instagram. So if you're ready to answer those, I'll go ahead and start. Yes, I am. How do you feel about hand tattoos and are they durable for the future? Uh, so I don't recommend them. I, <laughs> I personally don't recommend them. I have done in the past and... I always tell my clients that hand and finger and feet tattoos do tend to fade away quicker than other places in the body. 
the tattoo represents how much uh how how well you take care of your skin and even if you take care of your hands extremely well there's a lot more friction there and same thing for the feet or in the fingers there's a lot more friction there which tends to, to which in result like your your tattoo is gonna fade away quicker not necessarily the whole tattoo but certain spots because particles skin particles start falling off so the the, the ink that was on them falls with them mm-hmm. uh, I don't recommend them and I because of that I stopped tattooing hands and and, and fingers so that is my answer so our next question is do you have a most memorable moment in your tattoo career so far that you would like to share if you you're willing to oh let us see let's see there's a lot to be honest that's and, true, and, that's yeah, true. <laughs> so many and it, it's because it's mostly the experiences i mean it's for me every day i get to wake up and i still say damn i i get to do this like holy crap like this <laughs> like i did not picture this at all five years ago three years ago like it, it, it just escalated so quickly so every day is extremely special for me because of all the trust that i've been getting and all the love and support that everybody has been providing me uh from the clients to my family to my friends to the people that I work with it has is becoming a community and they're my new family as well. So I really appreciate everything and every moment that I get to, to experience in this new reality of the tattoo industry that I'm in. There's certain experiences that I remember more. A lot of them had to do with at the beginning uh, when I was still tattooing. Mm-hmm. I started tattooing at my house. So there was since everything's completely new and and you're you're more nervous and stressed and it's a new environment and you're like oh i don't know let's just try it out the people that came the first people the first few people that came like it it meant a lot to me It, it was extremely special that someone would take that chance with someone that they barely knew and get a tattoo uh like with a with not much experience uh as an artist uh, or in in tattooing so it's mostly the ones that were at the beginning from from my house but it's it's every day it's honestly meeting people that i get to connect with uh, i've met many people a handful of people that i've been really that i've really strongly bonded with after our sessions mm-hmm. and that i've been able to 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 see outside of the studio or others that have invited me to into their world. And I really appreciate that because walking in the street and seeing someone, you wouldn't just say, hey, would you touch me? Or could you poke my hand or, or my, my hip or whatever? And now you're coming here. We're completely strangers at the beginning. And after two, three hours, sometimes we really connect or we really bond and maybe we go out after for and become friends it's Mm. it's 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 really special and 
like this is one example with you like you're being able to share 16 tattoos mm, <laughs> that's, 16 that's, wow. that's a lot that's, that's <laughs> insane that's a lot of sessions that's a lot of hours yeah. that we've been spending together and that we've been mm. able to share and every session it's a different snapshot of our bot <laughs> of our life at that moment and we get to update ourselves on Hey, how's that project going? Or what's yeah. going on with your life? Did you quit the job? Did you? Oh, you what? No way. It's, it's, I love that. I love that. Yes. And I've been getting to see that with so many people, uh, especially the ones that uh, re keep returning. And it's extremely special for me. Oh, well, I'm so happy that you have that. And, you know, um, I'm eternally grateful for our connection as well. Like I, I've joked to you so many times, but it's a therapy coming to you. Not that's the joke, but I say you're part of my monthly like my bi-monthly budget like, <laughs> getting, <laughs> getting it's not like, just a tattoo session <laughs> it's not right but you know I, I call it therapy because you know I come and most of the times after I see my tattoo I cry right like you know that but like, <laughs> I think just the 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 safety with you and Saska and David and just being all together it's I look forward to that and it brings me so much peace. So I'm so happy that you know that you make people feel that way. That's truly one of the greatest joys in life is just connecting with people. And I'm so, so grateful that the universe has brought us all together. All right. So right now, Carlos and I are going to pull some cards from We're Not Really Strangers and we're going to pull three. So one from each level. Actually, Carlos already pulled them and we have not looked at them yet. So... <laughs> Okay, the first one is really funny. So it says, think of your favorite brand of cereal. And on the count of three, we have to both say our answers out loud. Perfect. Okay, let me think. Mm. I have so many, but I'm going to say like my all-time favorite, like since a kid, I think. Okay, I got it. Yes. Okay. Uh, I don't, I'm not a huge cereal eater. Okay. But <laughs> <laughs> it was more when I was a kid. So this is this is kid Kid Carlos, little Carlos. Okay, little Carlos. Okay, Carlitos. Per okay, perfect. So, three, two, one. Honey Fruit crisp. Loops. Hey. <laughs> okay, so Honeycrisp is. Are those the little ones that look like coffee beans? Or maybe I'm getting confused. Is the the ones they're round like Fruit Loops, but they're but they're honey? I guess. Oh, like Honey Nut Cheerios. Honey Nut Cheerios. That's what I meant. <laughs> That's how long I haven't gotten them. <laughs> wow. Okay, so you're really not a cereal person, huh? No. Nope. What's your go-to breakfast? I eat a lot of arepas. I'm a true Colombian in that sense. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you know what an arepa is, so it's pretty much a, a corn-based, uh, uh, a thick tortilla. Okay. Uh, that you can put, like I usually have it with cheese and I make an egg on the side or... Or avocado on top. Uh, you can put anything, pretty much. <laughs> All right, and on to our level three question that we chose. What do you think our most important similarity is? Oh, mm. I would say it would have to be something with our passion with the art uh, that we do with with how we treat people and how we want them to feel comfortable and in a safe zone when they are around us and in our environment. Uh, I think it would be something along those lines. I could not agree more. I think that's perfectly said. <laughs> Beautiful. I 
honestly just want to say how much appreciation I have to everybody that has been showing me love, uh, giving me support, letting me and trusting me with their body, uh, as well as the the family that I work with. I couldn't, I wouldn't be where I am uh, without the support that I have been receiving from Velour, from David, Saska, from Max, uh, who is no longer with us uh, at the studio, and from Victor. Like, everybody has been showing me so much guidance uh, and it has allowed me to progress in my art and my tattoo skills so I really appreciate that and especially all the people that come and that allow me to practice my art and that give me the opportunity to improve and to create everything that I've been able to create so I'm truly grateful for that and and I love you guys. I just feel like I had another tattoo session after recording this, you know, minus the physical, minus the needles and the ink. You know, there truly is an unspoken delicacy of indulging in nonverbal communication through art. You know, being able to express these feelings about the body, the energy transfer we get with art and these beautiful things that make us human means a lot to me and having Carlos here with me as my guest today you know with the rebirth of extra ice really means a lot to me thank you so much for being here and your patience I know we haven't had an episode in quite some time although being here right now feels so right and so good not forced not rushed i am so grateful for you and thank you for being here in this safe space with us allowing these words to linger through your speakers your ears your car wherever you are i'm very grateful and until the next episode i am sending you all my love all my hugs and just know that you are so very loved